Facebook and our YouTube channel. Uh, good, e good evening, everyone. Good evening to our Facebook family, our YouTube family. Good evening to those that are on the conference line. God bless you. And welcome to Hope International Ministries, Bread of Life, which is our uh, Thursday evening Bible study. And so we just appreciate you uh, stopping in and joining us and breaking. Uh, uh, I'm going to say breaking bread. We're breaking bread. We're breaking bread. All right. We're breaking the bread, the word of God. So we do appreciate you. If you are blessed by um, our ministry, please feel free to share um, the, the content Um we would love for you to share it. Someone that uh, you know that is, is not in church or someone you know that's maybe the um, lesson or perhaps the um, the the um, message on Sunday is able to bless someone and encourage someone's heart. Uh, please feel free to share. Uh, we are on our YouTube channel at about 630 we do um, upload the Sunday. Now it's going to be Sunday morning worship service. And let me put that out there as well. Good evening, Al Mal. We see he's joined us. Um, just uh, to put a plug in, we will be switching our service time from 2.30 p.m. And starting this Sunday, the first Sunday in September, we will be going to 11.30 a.m., worship service. Amen. So um, we will be starting early. Those who are coming to visit, coming to the house um, of worship, we will be now beginning at 1130 a.m. starting this Sunday, the first Sunday in September. The upload will, will still continue to come up at 630 for right now. Um, we may change it later, um, but right now I'm going to keep it for 630 till we adjust and see how this time works for us. Amen. We still have our life classes. So if you are available at 9 a.m., you can join our life classes. They are only held on our conference line. Uh, if you need that information, you can go to our website, which is Hope International Ministries Org. Um, and you can pull up that information and get the phone number and the access number. Uh, join us. It's for, for about 45 minutes, no longer than an hour. Uh, the, the discussion is good. It's, it's a place where you can ask questions and have dialogue um, with the ministers. So the ministers and the elders, they are the ones that teach um, the life classes and they are a blessing. I do jump on every now and then when I can um, to be a part of it. So if you can open up your schedule, we're on 6.30 a.m. on YouTube only, and we're on our life classes every Sunday morning, 9 a.m. I think it's first, second, and third Sundays only right now, right? And then we'll have a life class on Thursday evening. Uh, I'm correct, Florence. I believe I'm correct. So on the fourth Thursday of the month. One of the Bible study lessons will be a life class lesson. So you can catch us on Sundays on the first, second and third Sunday of the month, 9 a.m. on the conference line. And then we'll have a life class every fourth Thursday of the month on this line. Amen. That you would hear live. Uh, 
All right. I think I got it right. Am I correct? It's making some announcements. Glory to God. I want to give a shout out. I don't think she's on the line, but I do want to give a shout out and a thank you to Elder um, Jackie Lynn Banks for standing in for me for those two weeks when I was on vacation. Um, I'm sure the lessons were um, phenomenal. She's an excellent teacher. So I know they were good. Amen. At least Florence came back and said they were good. Amen. So I appreciate her. Um, and all of the members, I'll see them on, on Sunday to officially thank them. Um, Prophet Shemiko for standing in and, and doing a Sunday service. Of course, my right hand, my right hand, my sister, even though we're not blood, but we are in the spirit. She is uh, closer to me than a natural sister. I want to thank Prophetess uh, Florence Williams. She just does it all. When I'm not there, she, she does it all. So she's like my assistant pastor elder. So I appreciate her and my deacon and training and all of the him family for everything going the way it was supposed to go. Amen. There was no glitches. There was nobody trying to be a shining star. People didn't show up because the pastor went. No, everything went business as usual. So I'm very proud and uh, proud of them. And I just want to thank them uh, publicly. And I will thank them again on Sunday uh, morning. And so on tonight, if you're on our YouTube page or our Facebook page, you will see uh, that tonight's topic again deals with prayer. I think Elder Banks, if I'm correct, and you could correct me, uh, Sister Beck or Prophetess uh, Flo, I believe she taught one night on prayer. I think you told me, Flo. I think, I think yes. one night she did. Yes. Amen. So God has us in that mode of prayer. And tonight is a very simple, it's very simple but profound. How do I say that? Um, very simple, but profound. And I think even those who are seasoned prayer warriors and intercessors, you still could be blessed by this lesson on tonight. Amen. I find that this is what I find. And, and please, 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 if you have a question or you want to add something, please shout out pastor. I want to say something or excuse me. I got a question or I have a comment. Stop me at any time. It's not a problem. Amen. Um, but what I've found, um, and not, and you know, I, I can't even say I've discovered it once I became a pastor, but I think throughout my Christian journey, um, we find when it comes to prayer that people are a little apprehensive, you know, with prayer, um, I don't know if it's, well, I don't know if one reason is that they compare themselves to others or that they're just not sure how to really pray because, um, perhaps prayer has been, you know, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not that, I'm not beating up on the body of Christ. But what I'm saying is so many things that we do are, are, are learned. And some of the things are learned from our journey for, for, for those of us who have been brought up in the church. Um, there's a way, you know what I mean? There's a way to preach. There's a way to pray, you know, and it becomes, and, and Florence, please, I know you're a prayer warrior. Um, it becomes 
uh, I want to say robotic, but it becomes like a familiar role. You know what I mean? It's like I could go to the church in California. I can go to a denomination and the prayer be be the same <laughs> as it is maybe in that same denomination in New Jersey or maybe, you know, in another church. It's like we have seen how we believe it's supposed to be, right? And so people feel that they have to pray like sister so-and-so because that's how they pray in this denomination or, you know, or this is how they, you know, how most people pray. And, and, and I would, 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 would put myself out there to say that a lot of things or some of the things that we do, uh, they, they were, they were modeled before us, right? It was just, that's how it was in the church when the when someone prayed, they, they kind of all prayed the same way. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know? And so folks, and I'm just talking about praying publicly. Um, but I think they also, it also can carry over to our private prayer lives. Amen. So I don't pray in my, my private time with the Lord because, you know, I don't pray like brother, Jim, or I don't pray like sister Sue. Well, you're not supposed to, you, you know, we have the model prayer in, in, in the scriptures, but prayers from the heart. Amen. And because we're, we're different, you know, because we're all different. We all come Not you know, not everybody sings the same way, right? Not, not everybody teach. Elder Banks certainly doesn't teach like I teach and I don't teach like Elder Banks teach because we're unique. We bring to the table those special qualities that God has given us. Amen. And we use them. It's the same with prayer. Amen. And I would go on to say this, um, because I, I feel it in my heart that we're not open sometimes to a prayer that's not like a typical prayer. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But prayer is prayer when we're talking to God. Amen. And so people feel like they're, they're intimidated. And I believe that, that many Christians want to know how to pray to God because, you know, they're seeing other people and they're believing this is the way I'm supposed to pray. And then they, they shut down because they feel like, they're not doing it justice. Amen. And so what, what I believe is, is that most Christians, we all know that we should pray. We we know that yet, even knowing that we should pray, many of us struggle to pray consistently. So you got those that just, you know, don't feel confident in praying, whether it be publicly, whether it be in their personal lives. And we also struggle at being consistent in our prayer life. So some, some of us struggle for consistency and it could be, and tonight this is where I'm going to kind of dig in. It could be that many are not consistent in their prayer life or struggle with uh, being consistent or praying at all 
because they don't know where to start. You know, and now, you know, you're saying like, well, come on, pastor, everybody, but that's not true. And I'm finding it and and y'all can stop me if you can, or if you want to, but what I'm finding is that you're finding a lot of people that really, um, they, they don't really, they don't really know where to start when it comes to prayer. And I, this is my personal belief on this one. I believe because they see so much of it. in the church house, uh, especially those that are new to Christ, that they become intimidated with, with prayer. Amen. Please stop me. If anybody has a comment, amen. Amen. So on tonight, I just want to give you maybe about 10 ways, right. That, that can assist you in beginning a a prayer life, or for those of you who are seasoned, it may be something that you can add to your prayer life. Okay. Makes sense. All right. So my first question before we, we, we do anything and it's no right or wrong answer. So don't feel like, Oh, you know, that's wrong. No, 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 no. Just your, in your opinion and your thoughts, why should we pray? Why should every Christian, right? Why should we pray? Because we have many people that are struggling in prayer. Those who are not consistent in prayer, but they're in the body of Christ or those who don't pray at all. But why should we pray? And that's open to anybody. Not not right or wrong. Just your thoughts. Why should the Christian pray? That's my question. And you guys on the um, Facebook and uh, YouTube page, you can type it in in your comment section. Anyone on our conference line? Why should why should we pray as Christians? Why is it necessary? All right. I'll wait for somebody. Anybody. Your opinion. I know Prophet's flow, you trying to hold back, right? <laughs> All right. Elder Banks says because God absolutely. Because God tells us to. It's in the scripture. So it's not like we get a choice like, okay, you know, I, I, I don't really have to have a prayer life. I don't really have to pray. Well, yes, you do. If you're a Christian, God commands us through scripture uh, to pray. And he tells how glory to God. Amen. And so, yes, to both of those. Thank you, Elder Banks. You're absolutely right. Anybody else want to add on to that? Why should we pray? We know that we're, 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 we're told to, uh, in scripture. Amen. Good evening. Um, sister Mott, anybody else? Prophetess, you can add in <laughs> Prophetess uh, Florence. You can help us out over here. What are you, what are your thoughts? I, and I come to you because you are, you know, that's your, your, one of your areas that I believe you're called to. Amen. Although we're all called to it, but some are called to a greater level. Amen. Our mouth says we pray to thank God for things. Amen. Absolutely. Thank you, brother. Our mouth. What were you going to say? Prophetess. Um, and this prayer. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. And I think that there's, you know, those different types of prayer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of times, I know early with me, I, I was, when I was a, a new Christian, mm-hmm. like I would just go 
go down to the church and just lay on my things, you know. And, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. I really did. Um, and then I learned that Hold on there are different minute. postures. Of Hold play, on one minute. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Can, now, know, I could be on my job uh-huh. and just be talking to the Lord, uh-huh. right? And that's prayer. Absolutely. Um, and so we learn certain ways, and then as time goes on, we learn that it's conversating, mm-hmm. you know, with God and waiting to hear what he has to say, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which I think is one of the hardest parts for us because we're so used to talking that we don't really understand how to be still and wait to hear what he has to say on the matter. You know what I mean? Amen. But that's time. That comes with time. Amen. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it strengthens um, your faith. Mm-hmm. And um, it brings results. Yes. You guys are hot. I must be talking to the wrong crowd tonight because you guys are on point. <laughs> and she, uh, uh, Minister Mott says, because Jesus prayed and he is our pattern. We are to pray to our beautiful father in heaven uh, in Jesus name. All of the, all of you are absolutely correct. Okay. Am I talking to prayer warriors on tonight? Some of y'all. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Amen. Yes, all right. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to it. I only heard one person. Amen. I don't know if the others will tune in on the conference line. I didn't hear elder, uh, 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 sister back, uh, back over there, but that's all right. Amen. Amen. So <laughs> all of those answers. Are just ask. <laughs> and, uh, uh, no, I said that, uh, am I talking to pr- uh, the prayer warriors out there? Cause you guys are coming up with all the, the, the right answers on tonight. And, oh, and Prophetess Flo okay. said yes. And so I said, well, I didn't hear anything from Sister Beck, so I'm not sure, but it's all right. As long as you have a prayer life, amen, that's all that matters. It doesn't have to have yeah, a title. Did you hear just now, though, where I, I said um, we pray because we get results? You heard that part? Yes, yes, and it is correct. We get results, amen, and it does boost up our faith. And you'll see that all of those that you said is pretty much what we're going to, um, that we're going to carry. Thank you, Sheila Warren, amen, um, that we're going to carry over on tonight. God bless you. I see um, um, someone I haven't seen on, but God bless you, Sheila Warren. God bless you. Amen. And so amen. moving on, glory to God. Now y'all making me excited. So all of those questions and and responses are correct. And so just to divvy on to that, why we should pray, uh, well, to put it real simple, prayer is how we connect with God. As you said, this is how we connect with God. Why would we not want to talk to the father? Amen. The, The creator, the one who's created us, the one who knows our, what beginning from the end, the one who put purpose in us. Amen. Why would we not want greetings to you as well, Sister Warren? And so why would we not want to communicate with him? Amen. So through prayer, I know that uh, Sister Beck said that, you know, you can get answers. Amen. You can find peace. Glory. We didn't even pray coming in tonight, but the Holy Ghost know we're talking about prayer. Amen. So he's, he's already here. But, but through prayer, we, we, we can, we can get answers. Through our prayer, we can, we can receive hope, people of God. We can receive peace through prayer, and we certainly can find joy. 
in prayer. Amen. So, and, and as, as sister Beck said again, we can grow our faith. Amen. Through prayer, glory to God and step into the life that God has purpose for each and every one of us on this line. So simply put prayer is one. Let me say this. I'm going to put a star next to that. Simply put prayer is one of the greatest tools that a follower of Jesus has. Amen. Prayer is one of the greatest tools that the believer can have. It's not enough. uh, If if it's not enough, uh, we see consistently throughout the Bible, the command to be dedicated to prayer. Amen. So it was one of our greatest tools. We know it's one of our greatest tools because we see it consistently in scripture. Amen. And so if you go to first Thessalonians, go there, please. If you, if you will, glory to God, God bless you. Glory to God. God bless you as well. Elder Banks, God bless you. Go to first, first Thessalonians, uh, uh, chapter five and verse 17. I'm coming from the new living translation. And I believe every scripture that is, that comes up tonight, it is from the new living translation. So it may read a little differently than your Bible, depending on what translation you have. Amen. So we see consistently through the Bible, the command to be dedicated to prayer, saints of God. Amen. Mm. Hallelujah. Mm. To be dedicated to prayer. And again, why would we not want to share and interact and be connected with God? And that's, that's the, one of the ways we are in first Thessalonians five and 17. It says, never stop praying. Never stop praying. Glory to God. That tells us again, pray without what? Ceasing. Go to uh, Colossians 4 and 2. Go to Colossians 4 and 2, please. Scriptures that will validate that we are to be consistent in our prayer life. And so in Colossians, glory to God, 4, chapter 4, verse 2, it says, devote yourselves to prayer with an alert mind and a thankful heart. Amen. Devote. I would underline that in this translation. It says devote. Uh, what translation do you have flow? Prophetess flow. If you're there, I don't know if you're, you're there. Are you in Colossians four and two? No, I'm not. Okay. You have the King James version. Okay. Don't worry about it. I just wanted to know what it, what it started with because in the new living, it says devote. Amen. Become devoted. That means you don't do it every now and then, but prayer is a part of your life. It's consistent in your walk with God. Amen. And in Hebrews, go to Hebrews uh, chapter four, verse 16, Hebrews chapter four and verse 16. Again, it says, so let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy. Glory to God. And we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Amen. So why would we not go to him? Glory to God. He says, come, listen, you're going to get help. You're going to find mercy. You're going to find grace whenever you need it. I'm here. Come to me. Talk to me. Amen. 
connect with Amen. me. And then in Philippians, let's go to Philippians chapter four, verse six and seven. Philippians chapter four, verse six and seven. This one here, bless my, bless my, uh, one time Cassandra, minister Cassandra said, she said, um, uh, made a statement. She said, you know what? You bless my whole life. <laughs> she said, you bless my whole life. Whatever was said, the Holy Ghost bless her whole life. In this scripture, you know, you know, Elder Banks, sometimes the very simple uh, scriptures that we've read over and over, we quote them, glory to God. We come out and we quote these scriptures, glory to God. But one day, right, <laughs> it just takes, it takes a whole nother, um, just like a whole nother meaning in your life. Amen. And I could not Amen. get past just verse six. It says, don't worry about anything. But remember, I was saying in the King James version, version, just at one piece, be anxious for nothing. Elder, uh, Tony, how do you call it? Um, uh, Tony, <laughs> Sister Bet, Elder, Elder Bet. <laughs> I'm just giving out titles. I'm calling her Elder Bet. Okay. All right. I keep wanting to say that. So that piece right there. I didn't even get to, and then I know, you know, pray about everything, tell God what you need, all of those things. But for me, it was just be anxious for nothing. And what I was telling uh, Sister Beck is whenever that anxiety rises up, that little piece in part A, be anxious for nothing. Glory to God. I'm just not going to be anxious. But if you read on, it says instead, do what? Pray about everything. Glory to God. This again is in <laughs> glory to God. Yet pray about every, how can you not pray? I don't understand how you cannot. Cause it's real simple. You're going to find out tonight. I ain't judging you, but I want you to just get a prayer life. Amen. A consistent one. So here in scripture, it says, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has. What done. Verse seven, then you will experience hallelujah, hallelujah, glory to God. Verse seven says, then you will experience God's peace. A lot of us are anxious and worried and uh, 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 oppressed and suppressed. Glory to God. When God is telling you, you don't have to be, just bring it to me. Tell me what you need. I'm your daddy. I'm your father. Amen. You know what? Oh, God would be whatever you need him to be. I said, God, you know, you know, I know you're my father. He said, and I said, but sometimes I, I, you know, I might need, I might need a brother. You know what I mean? I might need a mother. You know, he said, I'll be whatever you need me to be. I'll be a friend. Glory to God. He says, I'll be your friend. I'll, I'll be your father. I'll, I'll be, I'll be your king, your majesty. He will become, that's why I like that, that, that show, um, the movie, what was that movie, Florence? Oh, the shack where God mm -hmm. had to meet him where he was. He couldn't get with a man because he had a horrible relationship. Y'all seen the shack, right? You never seen it. Go see it. He had a horrible relationship with his father. So he didn't have a good, you know, he couldn't get with men because of his relationship with his father. So when God came to minister to him and meet him in this allegory, right? He, he didn't come as a man because he knew that he would shut him down. 
So he came as a black woman, amen? <laughs> a black motherly mm -hmm. woman where he can accept it. And then you notice later on in the picture, as he begins to receive his healing, at the end, glory to God, God comes to him. Now he's healed. He comes to him as the Indian man because now he's healed. Amen. So God will mm -hmm. meet us wherever we are. So in seven, it tells you that you will experience God's peace, which exceeds, oh my goodness, anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Why would we not want to pray? Amen. Why would we not want to pray? Glory to God. So not only does the Bible continue, continually tell us to pray prophetess flow, Jesus modeled it for us as sister Mott says, glory to God. She has Ephesians 6 and 18. We'll look at that. Amen. But, 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 but here Jesus models it for us in his time on earth. He continually withdrew from crowds to spend time resting and praying. I need to say that again, right? Mm -hmm. Jesus withdrew from ministry, from people, from minister, ministering so that he can spend time with the father to have a conversation, to get direction, hallelujah, to, 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 to be, to be, um, to be encouraged, to be uplifted. Now I'm just saying, this is what I believe when Jesus came to the father, you know, he was going through a lot to tell him what was on his heart, mm -hmm. what he was going through, how he felt. He did it on a, on a consistent basis. He draw away to pray. Imagine Jesus, God come in the flesh, <laughs> right? But in mm. his humanity, he had to take time to talk to the father, to get directions, mm -hmm. to be encouraged. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And so why would we mm -hmm. not saints of God? Why would we not? And we wonder why our lives are, some of our lives are so hectic and why we feel like we're in the wilderness or we're in this desolate mm -hmm. place. Glory to God. But have you taken the time to refresh in his presence, to, to sit at his feet? Glory to God, where you can get direction, mm -hmm. where your spirit can be rejuvenated. Glory to God. The word of God is spirit and truth. His word mm -hmm. it, it, it is, 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 is medicine and brings health. Glory to God. Amen. Yeah. Anybody want to say anything? Amen. I hear, I hear, hear yeah. Sister Beck. Go ahead, Sister Beck. Did you want to say something? Oh, no, I didn't say anything. All right. Glory to God. I hear so, you Pastor, back there. Uh -huh. you know what I think, too? Yes. When you talk about the scriptures that, you know, you've heard forever. Yes. And then one day they come alive. Yes. And one of them for me was, um, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Right? I've heard that all my life right you'll never be and then i would find myself like from what i've been taught you know you you know it takes time you know to get in his presence and it takes time and i felt like i was always far away from him because i, I felt like i couldn't reach him i'll put it like that because i didn't know you know what it took or i had to Spent all this time before he, I reached him. 
pretty mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. But then one day that scripture came alive for me. Mm-hmm. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. Hallelujah. Right? So he is always there. Hallelujah. He's always there waiting to hear from, from me. Hallelujah. But I felt like I couldn't reach him. You know what I'm saying? And then that scripture came alive. Well, what, what are you reaching for? What, he's there. Yes, God. <laughs> like he's there and, and God waits to hear from us. Absolutely. You know, and so it gave me a whole different outlook on because I think from my from me coming from a place where um I was never good enough or I was never smart enough, right? So whereas everybody else might have got it, I was the slow one and I couldn't get it. So I feel like I couldn't really reach God the way I hear other people say they could reach God. You know what I'm saying? But then that scripture came alive one day and it's like, what are you reaching for? He'll he's there. And there's nothing you have to do. He said if you just call on me, if you just cry out to me, he's there. Hallelujah. You're never alone, right? Never alone. Right. It's the trick right. of the but enemy. Sometimes I think we listen to what people say and you know the you know Glory to God. You, you gotta get in this realm and you gotta get over here. And you know, I think I'm all messed up trying to get somewhere. And he's right there. You know, you know what I'm saying? The gospel is really very simple. Jesus teaching Jesus is God coming to flesh. He could have been, he could have blew, blew everybody's mind, right? He could have just, but he came to the level of the people where they could understand it. Amen. And so, um, I think even in, in the body of Christ, there's probably different levels in terms of people's growth and understanding. Um, but Paul says, you know, listen, you know, when, and I'm paraphrasing, I'm just paraphrasing this, but when in Rome, you know, you, you do what the Romans do in order for them to understand it. You know what I'm saying? You know, in order for them to be able to grasp the gospel. And so it's, it's really, it's really very simple and very practical and um i'm i'm glad that you have caught hold of it amen because we can't get it's just like me i used to think i didn't pray enough i i tell you i was like i'm getting up at 4 a.m <laughs> and hey if god told you to get up at 4 a.m then you do what god tells you to do do what god tells you to do but i was getting them because i felt like you know i just had it like you were saying these different you know levels and rims mm-hmm. and all oh i gotta be up at four and you know because somebody here seeing like i said earlier duplicating what someone mm-hmm. else is doing god ain't tell you that maybe he told that person that oh and i'm in that prayer mm-hmm. for three and four five hours and lord i'm telling you i was so stressed out and tired <laughs> you know trying to <laughs> You know, you laugh, you know, but I was trying to, because I heard it, you know, and I'm like, wow, well, I want to walk in that kind of power and authority. So I'm going to, you know, get up four o'clock and I'm going to pray for three or four hours before I go to work, blah, blah, blah. And it was just like, you know, it it was, it was, yeah, it was wearing me out. And I never forget one of the sisters that I was working with, um, when I was uh, working for the board of education 
And she looked at me because I was telling her, I'm like, oh man, it's like, I'm just not, you know, hey, she's like, have you ever thought that what, you know, that what you're doing, you know, is enough for God? In other words, maybe your five minutes, <laughs> amen, your 10 minutes, uh, your two minutes, if you can get that in, that maybe that's enough. Cause it's not about, let me see, see, it's not about the quantity of time, right? Cause you could be saying the same thing over and over. It's not effective, mm-hmm. but it's the quality. You know what? I can sit mm-hmm. down at the beach for five minutes and get in the place. Matter of fact, I'm going to tell you the truth today at the gym, I was on the bicycle. Glory to God. I was riding the bicycle and the, in the, in the presence of God, I said, Lord, I hope my face ain't tore up in here because I felt the presence of God. I begin, here it is. I begin to intercede. I said, God, I want you. I want so much of you. I want to be so Mm. full of you, Lord. And I want you to transform my life for real. And so I'm, I said, Lord, I'm here. And, 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 you know, I, and I know I just want to pray. And so I begin to pray for the people that were in the gym and, the, and I wasn't in my normal gym. I went to another gym to visit. So it was a big gym. And I just begin to intercede as the Holy spirit gave to me, begin to pray for their salvation, pray for those that have infirmity and sicknesses, those that are going through. I just begin to pray and lift up God. And, and, and I just felt the presence. And I believe, I believe I said, Lord, let someone cross the path of these people. Glory to God that they will come to the saving knowledge of your son, Jesus Christ, hallelujah, that they will know him, that they will embrace him, that they will be representatives of your kingdom. I just begin to pray in my spirit. Amen. So you can pray anywhere. You can pray in your car. I'm getting ahead of myself. You can pray in the bathroom. Listen, I used to go in the bathroom at work. Whenever I had a little break, I would go in the teacher's bathroom and that's where I would pray and get filled up again with the precious Holy ghost. You need to be, listen, Sister Warren said, plug into the source to get recharged. I'd plug into the Holy Ghost. I'd go into the bathroom and I'd pray in my spirit. And I would utter tongues real quietly to be built back up. Glory to God. You can pray anywhere. It's just a conversation with our God, with the one who has created us, the one who knows us. Amen. The one who has, as I said, and you know what? We've said this so much that sometimes when I say it, I know people be like, oh my God, you know, they kind of shut down, but it's the truth. You have been created for purpose. He didn't just put you here for any reason. He, you're here for a purpose mm-hmm. for him to be used. The, the scripture says that you've been bought with a price and you are not your own. You don't even belong to yourself. Everything that is, that exists, belongs to God. Listen, we came here, I heard somebody said, you came here with nothing, right? And when you leave here, Mm -hmm. you're going to leave here with nothing. But everything that's here, God has put here for us to enjoy, for us to appreciate, for us to to be caretakers of it. It does not belong to us. Nothing belongs to us. You came here with nothing Mm -hmm. and you're going to leave here with nothing because everything belongs to who? To God, saints of God. So why would we not pray to him? Go ahead, sister. Mott, I think that was sister Mott. Apostle, you mentioned about how we try to duplicate what someone else is doing. Years ago, Prophet Bynum said that God put she could she had to put her makeup on and get dressed up before she prayed. Mm-hmm. I tried that, but see, when the prayer anointing is there, you uh, the prayer anointing. By the time I got did all that <laughs> and got dressed and stuff, the prayer anointing left. <laughs> it was gone, huh? 
So I had to do, a, I don't care if I smell like a funk box <laughs> from, a, from, a, from a junkyard. Yes. If that crap noise is there, I'm going to crap. Because sometimes we do stuff for everyone else's, but that's what God told her to do. Yes. Yes. That he told her to do that. And yes. I was trying to do it because I felt, yeah, we should, be, we should be dressed and everything, but that's not, that's not the way God wanted Hallelujah. me to be. He just wanted me to, hey, you get up, you pray. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm trying to do something she did that God gave her. Yes. Hallelujah. He's a personal God. He's a yes, personal he God. Mm. Right? And so he deals with us on a personal level. So my journey and my relationship, my journey and my relationship with God is different from Florence's journey and her relationship with God. So what would it look like for me to be imitating her in her prayer life? And believe me, she's up one night. I'm going to tell on you one night I was knocked out sleeping. I'm hearing all this noise. I'm like, is she gagging or what? Like it's not like somebody was gagging or choking. So after a while I got up and I'm like, Florence, are you okay? She's like, I'm blowing my nose. <laughs> hey, you blowing your nose. I'm in prayer. And that had to be what? Two in the morning. Amen. God ain't called me for two in the morning. I ain't gonna say he won't, but here, you know, I'm not consistent in the, in the two in the morning prayer, but there are times when I'm up and he'll, and I'm laying there and he's like, well, go ahead and pray, but she's called to it. And so that's why you're right. You're right. Minister Ma. We cannot compare our prayer life. We cannot compare our walk or anything. Amen. To anyone else. He's personal and we have a personal relationship. And just like, think about in, in the earthly family, right? You deal with those of you who are parents, you deal with each of your children differently. Am I right? You, you're not going to deal with, with Jimmy the way you deal with Johnny, right? Because they're two different individuals. So you deal with them differently. Your relationship with them is a little different. Amen. Because of who they are and their relationship with you. And it is with God. So yes, that's one of the things we must kill. We cannot, you know, you know, stop looking at people. I just, you know, I, I can't make it any, any plainer. And, and, and you know what? I'm, I'm not just talking to you. I'm talking to myself. Just be the best you that you are in Jesus Christ. Amen. Even in your prayer. Amen. Any, any, anybody else that want to make a comment? Or anything, Lord Jesus, the time flies like quarter to nine already. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So, as you all said, the Bible, um, not only does it, does it, uh, continually to tell us to pray. We know that Jesus, as minister Mott said, modeled it for us. And in his time on earth, he continued continually withdrew, as we said, from crowds to spend time resting and praying. And if you look at Luke, go to Luke chapter five, verse 16. Again, English. This is the English standard version. But Luke chapter five, verse 16, it says, but he would withdraw to desolate places and pray. How many of us pull away it, it, now? Let's be honest. You don't have to say anything, but if you like to. It's a little more challenging to pray when you have a busy family, you know, and you have things, what you get home, you got people pulling, blah, blah, blah. So that's why sometimes it might be on your break 
you know, at your job, doing your lunch, doing your personal break while you're sitting at your desk, as you're traveling in the car. I a lot of people pray in the car. Amen. On your way to work or while you're on the road. Amen. That could be your desolate place. Not all of us can take a retreat and go away for a week or so to be with God, but we could find those little avenues. For me, it's the ocean. Amen. There's a special place where I park quiet, where I can go look at the water and I can have communion and conversation with God when I want to get away and withdraw. Amen. And there are times that I do. I am able to retreat. Glory to God. But Jesus did it. The son of God. Amen. He prayed. And so we should pray because we're told to. Y'all said that earlier. We're told to pray. But because what? Why? Because we, we need to. We need to. Amen. In the car and in the bathroom. Absolutely. Sister Warm. Absolutely. So. So if, if we want our faith to grow as as Sister Beck said. If we want to experience the life of God that he has for us, then we need to be dedicated Precious souls, we must be dedicated to prayer. And it's very simple. So I'm going to give you the simple, real simple, and then we're going to be done for tonight. Any questions, any comment before we move on? How to pray to God? Any questions? Real simple, especially for those who are beginning. First of all, be honest. (laughs) I'm laughing because... You ever, you ever prayed, have you ever prayed to God like he doesn't know? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you trying to fluff it. Come on, y'all. Y'all, they, you know what Florence, people be, they leave you out there. They leave you out there, but you be fluffing it or you going all around the mulberry or you nibbling around the edges, you know, but you're not really being totally honest with God. And I think with me, I can only say for myself that there have been times that I nibble around it or I just don't really hit the nail on the head with the hammer. I think sometimes. I him. What was that? What was that? Try to flatter him. Try to flatter him. That could be for some. Yeah. For me, I think because I, I'd be embarrassed. <laughs> I, I think I'm mm-hmm. embarrassed. Um, and I don't want to admit it, like confront it with God. Like he doesn't know, right? He already knows, Mm -hmm. but for you to be (laughs) honest with yourself, because you know, you'd be like, dang, I can't, I just don't believe that, you know, you know, I just can't believe that I just really did that or, you know, said that or felt that way on the inside or came off like that. You know what I mean? So you, you kind of come off. But you don't, but you don't hit it. You don't be specific. You know what? Y'all know what I'm saying. Come on now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we sometimes feel like we need to put on a face when, 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 when we pray. Yeah. Pretend mm-hmm. that things are okay. But the Bible never does that. It never hides the wide array of human emotion that we experience, whether they are good or negative. The Bible doesn't hide it. Go with me to Psalms. If we have to come back next week, I'll come back next week and finish it. Go with me to Psalms um, 71. And it's not going to be on the um, screen. So go with me to Psalms. Uh huh. Go ahead. You know what happens to me a lot? Mm-hmm. I have the prayer in my head right. 
But it comes out of my mouth, it's so different. Amen. I make it think it, it's right, really. And it, when it comes out of my mouth, I say, oh, that doesn't make sense. Well, if you're praying from the spirit, Rem, right? I, I don't know, you yeah. know, then then sometimes it doesn't, you know, you know, there are things, it's like God tells you to do things um, that don't make sense. And you're trying to wrap your mind around it in logic, but mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make sense. But I know that God said it. So guess what? then I'm obedient to it, right? Because I know the voice. I know his voice. He says, my sheep know my voice. And so it makes no sense. But even though it makes no sense because I trust God, right? I'm just going to go ahead and do it. So perhaps, you know, it doesn't make sense, but the Holy Ghost has you in that vein for a reason. It doesn't make sense to you, but it makes sense to God. Amen. And, and that's all that matters if you're operating in obedience to God and his voice. Make sense, minister? Did you come back? Maybe not. <laughs> all right. So um, Psalms 71, 1 through 12. Right? Because we just need to be honest sometimes. And, you know, one of the best, per- one of the, I'm telling you, David. I like David. <laughs> you know why I like David? Because David ain't playing. This is these are his psalms to God. And he was very, very honest with um his enemies, <laughs> you know, how he felt. Mm-hmm. He ain't he had no problem mm-hmm. praying to God. And so look at the Psalm um 71, 1 through 12. Uh it says, In you, O Lord, I put my trust. Let me never be put to shame. Deliver me in your righteousness and cause me to escape. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be my strong refuge to which I may resort continually. You have given the commandment to save me for you are my rock and my fortress. Verse four, deliver me, O my God, out of the hand of the wicked, out of the hand of the unrighteous and cruel men. Five, for you are my hope, O Lord God. You are my trust from my youth. Six, by you I have been upheld from birth. You are he who put me out of my mother's womb. My praise shall be continually of you. Seven, I have become as a wanderer to many, but you are my strong refuge. Let my mouth be filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Nine, do not cast me off In the time of old age, do not forsake me when my strength fails for my enemies speak against me and those who lie and wait for my life. Take counsel together saying God has forsaken him. Pursue. Look at that. David said pursue and take him. He's talking about his enemies. He's being honest Mm -hmm. with God for there is none to deliver him. Oh God, do not be far from me. Oh my God, make haste. To help me. You know about his enemies. Pursue him, God. Get him. <laughs> you see? Mm-hmm. But because that's where he is. Amen. Mm-hmm. This is if you don't get nothing else on tonight. All of us. Be very transparent with God. Because he already knows. He already knows. Amen. You ain't got to tipple around it. I remember one day. 
I was going through, well, I was going through a couple of years with, and, and it finally just came to an end with these, with the uh, uh, individual. Um, and I remember, you know, I, <laughs> this is how you fake it. Be honest. Thank you. Elder Banks. Absolutely. You know, I would tell people I forgave them. <laughs> Come on, y'all know the churchy thing, right? Uh, yeah, I guess I've forgiven them, you know. I, I, you know, and I would say it, you know, and it would, you know, those emotions would come up, and you know, I would try to squash them down. But when it came up, that bitterness, um, that hatred, <laughs> it would come back up, right? And I'd be like, okay, I, you know, Lord, you know, I'm gonna, I forgive them. Now here it is, Sister Mott. I forgave them, but I was only forgiving them with my what? My mouth. No. I was not. Listen, I always say this. In order to get healing, you got to be honest. You can't go to the doctor, right? And you know it's your head and you having headaches, excruciating headache and pain. Right. But you go to the doctors. Oh, I just have a mild little headache every now and then. How are you going to get healed? It's really my hand that's been bothering me. You, you must be honest. And so I would say it with my mouth. And the, and the way I knew that I wasn't really, wasn't really sincere because the emotions profitless flow, the emotions, mm-hmm. the bitterness and the, the mm-hmm. and you know what? I could just see them. Right. I could just see them and all of that stuff would come up. But if I were to talk, you know, I forgive, I forgive them and for everything that they done to me, <laughs> I forgive them. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the righteous thing to say. I forgive them. But I wasn't being mm-hmm. honest because I was still hurt from what, from these people yeah. that I, I trusted, right? I was still hurt and I didn't deal with the hurt. Y- y'all hear what I'm saying? So I did the churchy thing, you know, because that was what was expected. You know, you weren't mm-hmm. supposed to get up, you know, at least for people. And so I treated that. I took that with me to God. Amen. I did what I thought was right. This is the what I supposed to do. Right. But inside, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. You know, a lot of us, we, we, we're doing things externally, right? On, on, on the external, I was doing all the right things. I was saying all the right things. Amen. But internally, it was a whole different thing. God deals with the internal. He deals what's going on mm. on the inside. And I had to be honest, right? And, and it was me, you know, here I go again. This is, I thought I can't, how can I feel this way about somebody? How can I literally like really hate this individual. And I know that the word of God says you're not to hate. And I'm saying that I forgive them, but I know I have not. I know I have not. I have not forgiven them because when I see them, I feel the same emotions. Right. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, if they would have come around me, I would probably leave. I would avoid them. The, the whole scenario. But the churchy thing, I forgive them. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I've forgiven them with them. No, you didn't. So I wasn't being honest with God. And so one night the Holy Ghost woke me up in the middle of the night. And I tell you, I think it was the like you go to the doctors when you're tired of the pain. Right. And so you're going to go and tell them, look, doctor, this is the this is the reality. This is what's really going on in my life. 
right? So that I can really get mm-hmm. what I need, the prescription and be healed. I, the Holy Ghost woke me up that night mm-hmm. and that individual was on, it was, came up. I mean, of course, you know what came up with it, right? Those emotions. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to be that way anymore. So I remember as ugly as it is, because see, you don't want to say it because it's ugly and you don't believe it's in you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you know, you, how can I be that way? I mean, I'm on the praise and worship team. You know, I'm, I'm a minister of the gospel. How can this be? You know, I, you know, blah, 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 blah. you don't want to confront this thing that is mm-hmm. not of God. It's not part of who we are to be in him. And so that night I did a David. Amen. I did a David. And I said to God, because I couldn't do it no more. I said, God, I hate those people. I hate them. I hate what they did to me. I hate how they treated me. You hear what I'm saying? I hate every bit of what I went through with them and they hurt me. And because they hurt me, I hate them, but God, I don't want this in my heart because I know this is not right. And that night, I kid you not, honest to goodness, God broke that thing in my heart when I was honest with him because I didn't want to say it because, I, you know, here's the other thing. Probably thought God would be like disappointed or mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm saying, hey, you can you cannot hate. But that's what was was in my heart. Right. Look at Jesus. And then I'm done. Once you could take it over. Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane. Jesus had an assignment. Right. And we know his assignment mm-hmm. was to come. Right. For us. To grant us salvation. But in the garden of Gethsemane. There was a moment. That Jesus said what? What did Jesus say? What was that moment? That he's, what was he telling? So in, 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 in today's English, what was Jesus really saying to God, the father? He didn't want to do it. I don't want to do this. And he knew this was his assignment, right? He knew this is what he was supposed to do. And he was the only one that could do it. But he's telling God, I don't want to do this. But in that moment of his humanity, please get this in your spirit on tonight. Jesus was being honest about how he was. He felt to the father. Ultimately, the father has his way because he's like, you know, he comes. Lord, you know, I know this is how I feel about it. But nevertheless, let thy will be done in my life. But he was transparent. He did a David and he was honest to the father. Mm-hmm. Talking about an example you know, and a model. Yes, Sister Ma. Can't we, like, we have, I'm beginning to my heart. Can't we do what the, um, what the father said about his son? He said, I, Lord, I believe help my God, help thy my unbelief. We just said, well, Lord, I want to give the help thou my unforgiving heart. Yes. Yes. And we're being honest. Now, hey, I don't want to forgive this right. person. Right. And, and Lord, help me forgive him because he forgave me. Right. But I also, for me, I'm talking about me personally, I also had to be honest about the emotion. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I had, yeah. I, I, I could do that, but I also had to deal with 
how I felt about the, like David, how he felt about his enemy. Father, God, get them, you know, go after them. You know, I know it wasn't right, but it was in my heart and I had to be Mm -hmm. open and transparent and honest with God so that he could heal me. I had to admit that this was in me. That's the only way I could be healed Mm -hmm. to admit that this was in my heart and this is how I felt. Amen. And be honest with myself. Then honest to goodness, the healing came. I had no, listen, I had no, and and, and I'm not fabricating. I'm not trying to, you know, cause you know, a lot of people do test of, you know, phony or whatever. I'm telling you, I'm telling you that God released me. I've had that through, through several occasions where, where I have vowed, I will never talk to you. I listen, Hey, I was, you know, I'm just being honest, but God, he did something in my heart when I was honest with my feelings to him. He already knew he just wanted you to acknowledge Mm -hmm. it so that you can be healed. Stop playing, stop tipping around it. You know what I mean? Stop trying to fluff it as minister Mossin. try to fluff it up. Be honest. It may be, it may, it may be ugly. It, it may be negative, but who else to tell but the father? Amen. He says, I know I'm just waiting on you. I'm waiting on your daughter. I'm waiting on you, my son, because I want to give you healing and healing is in you, but you can't get healed until you admit that you have this in your heart. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to stop there because it is 9.04. We didn't finish this lesson, but we'll finish it on um, next week. Are there any comments, anything anybody wants to say before Prophetess Flo comes up um, to dismiss us and pray us out? I, yes. I, yes. Um, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, give a praise report. You weren't here um, that week where I told everybody about me getting a job. Amen. Um, I just wanted to... Um, say thank you for all the prayers that have went out for me and you know how God works um I ended up getting the job which was really my last choice but then the job that I had really prayed about um they ended up calling me too um since I already had accepted (laughs) the job from the other place I decided to stay with the one that um called me first but um God did allow that prayer to be answered where Jesus. the first job that I really want, they did actually call, but it was too late. It was after, you know, afterwards. Amen. But I just wanted to, you know, say thanks uh, for the um, prayers and everything, but I will be starting work in about a week. Amen. Ooh. Look at God. Ooh. Prayer, yes. prayer changes Amen. things. Hallelujah. Y'all better believe it. The father, he's just waiting. He's just waiting. What parent would not, if your son or daughter came in and had a need, if you could not help them, right? You would do whatever you could to assist them. That's the father. Prayer is simply coming to the father. like, And that's a, a, a wonderful example. Like Sister Beck. And we just what? We just went to the father and we all touched and agreed. Mm-hmm. It was simple. It wasn't nothing that was, you know, the vow of the father of the universe of the good Lord, father, Jesus, this is like, Lord, you know, help our sister. She need a job. Father, open up, give her faith. Just, just having conversation with your daddy, with your father. Mm-hmm. 
Glory to God. Hallelujah. I feel a shout right there in my spirit. God will do it. Glory to God. God will do it. He will do it. He will do it. Just open up your mouth. He says, you have not because you what? You ask not. There's a lot of people are living beneath because they don't ask. Glory to God. They're not coming to me. They're not connecting to me, telling me what they need. But you know what? And I'm going to end for real. You know, a preacher in 10 times. But I'm going to end for real this time. Because here's how I left off with God today in my personal time with him. I said, God, I don't always want to come to you for stuff. Because if, if, if I'm in a relationship with you, we have a personal relationship. Sometimes I just want to come and shoot the breeze with you. Sometimes I just want to just talk to you and, you know, we laugh and have a conversation about things because God is funny. You know I mean? He has a sense of humor. I know that's right. So sometimes I just, you know, when we interacting and we see that's prayer, I'm just interacting with him. I'm telling him about my day, telling him what happened. You know, this was that. You know what? This God, I can't even believe this happened. They did, did, did That's just conversation. When I have a need, I go to him. But also I, I like to just kind of just kick it with, 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 with him. Amen. Like you kick it with your, you know, with your, your, your best girlfriend your or your homies or your peeps. Amen. I want to kick right. it with God him. Just had a sense of humor. He created us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Minister Mott. Glory to God. I just feel the presence of the Holy Spirit here on tonight. Glory to God. And as I turn it over to prophetess, um, uh, flow on tonight. Amen. Um, again, now you can ask her to pray. Glory to God. But you also can go to the Father because you have an avenue with him as well. Amen. And so um, we will lift up prayer. If there's any any specific need, you can shout it out now um, over uh, the conference line or you can type it in the um, in the comment section. I know it's a little delayed, um, but you can still text it in and um, we will certainly continue to lift up your prayer request, but I'm going to ask you to also lift up your own prayer request. Amen. Cause we are talking about prayer on tonight. Amen. Oh, I'll get amen. Pray Thank you. Our finances. Amen. Our finances. Finances. Amen. Glory to God. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything, anybody else? Glory to God. I'm looking on the, um, on the Facebook and YouTube page to see if there's anything in the comments section. Continue to please lift up the Mallory family, if you would, and Brother Albert as they're, they're um, adjusting to um, the transitioning um, of, of um, his, uh, the wife and mother, grandmother to my son. Amen. So continue to please lift, lift them up in prayer as well. And um, certainly Sister uh, Clarice, I believe her name is, um, prophetess flow, sister Kelly's mm-hmm. daughter, um, that, uh, someone that we went to church with years ago, her mom passed. And, um, so we want to keep her and the sister passed not too long ago. So we want to keep her in, in up in prayer, prophetess flow. And you can write this down and elder banks is, is, says, please lift her up for favor for a new job. Amen. She's going for a new job. Mm-hmm. So we can lift her up, um, for that new job. Amen. And so we're just thanking God on tonight um, and uh, the Newton, Newton family, lift up the, the Mott and the Newton family, amen, lift them up as well. Um, and I believe that's it. 
Prophetess Flo. If anything else comes over the Facebook page, I'll let you know. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to you. You have it, Prophetess? Amen. 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 Glory to God. God bless you, everyone. Amen. Okay. Amen. Father, we thank you. We praise you, Lord God. We just thank you, Lord God, for this um, segment that you have allowed us to go into prayer, Lord God, and what it means to pray. Hallelujah. We're just simply communing with you, Father, and we say thank you in advance, Lord God, because we realize that we're not just dealing with the teaching, Lord God, hallelujah, but you are showing us, you are leading us, Holy Spirit, into uh, how to pray and what to pray and when to pray, Father. And we thank you in advance. First, I want to thank you for Pastor and Lord God for her uh, openness and her honesty, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, that, Lord, we can be just that open and honest with you, hallelujah, and realize that you understand because you know our end from the beginning. So we say thank you on tonight. Father, hallelujah, we also bring requests before you, hallelujah, that come across the line. We hold up the Mallory family on tonight, Lord Jesus. Lord God, you know what they're feeling. You know what they're going through, hallelujah. You know what transition means to different people. It means different things to different people. But Lord, we're asking right now in the name of Jesus that you will meet them where they are, Lord, as Pastor has already said that you are able to be wherever we need you to be. So meet them where they are on tonight, Father, in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, Sister Clarice, Lord Jesus, and um, her, her dealing with her transition, Lord God, or dealing with her family member, Lord, that has transitioned, Lord God. Lord, we know that you understand the heart, Lord God. You understand the emotions that go behind it, Lord Jesus. But we know that you are more than able, Lord, to carry them and to keep them from falling, Lord God. So we stand on their behalf on tonight in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we also hold up Elder Banks on tonight concerning the job. First of all, we thank you for the praise report. Hallelujah. Yes, and so, Lord God, we come again and on behalf of Elder Banks concerning a job and, and job decision, Lord God. Hallelujah. Not just a decision with a job, but decisions in general, Lord Jesus. That she would seek your face. Hallelujah. That she would wait to hear from you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we hold up the Mott family on tonight. Hallelujah. Lord God, you know the prayer request. Hallelujah. We don't always have to know the specifics of it all, Lord God, but whatever request that they have set before you, Father God, that you, hallelujah, would incline your ear and cause it to manifest in their lives, Father God. Lord God, we also just want to hold up each and every one on this line tonight. Hallelujah. On, Lord God, uh, the different areas of social media, Lord Jesus. Lord, you said that if we would cry out to you, that you would hear and that you would answer and you would incline your ear unto us. So, Father, every petition that's in the heart of those that are on this line tonight, Lord Jesus, help us to know that when we speak to you, you hear, hallelujah, and you shall answer. Lord God, we continue to speak to finances, hallelujah. We know that there's nothing too hard for you. There's nothing impossible with you. So, Lord God, we speak life. Breathe on our finances on tonight, Lord God. Breathe on those, hallelujah, that need a finance 
financial blessing, a financial healing, Lord God, that need increase. Hallelujah. Because we know that you are able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Hallelujah. Even above our imagination, Lord God. So thank you for breathing on our finances on tonight, Lord God. And Lord, hallelujah, whatever petition that has been set before you, hallelujah, we believe by faith, God, because if we pray, we don't believe. We're simply just asking and wasting breath, Lord God. But help thou our unbelief, hallelujah, and Lord God, as we come before you. So Lord, we thank you, we praise you, we exalt you, we magnify you, and we give you glory as we lay our heads down on the pillow on tonight, Lord God. And we would rest and walk in the peace of God. In Jesus' name, we do pray and we call it done. Amen. 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 Praise God. God bless. Amen. Thank you. God bless. God bless you. Amen. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.